And I'm Mike Varley, and this is week 43 of our 52-week walk around New York City. And this week we're in the New York Botanic Garden in the Bronx. That's right, Botanic Garden 3 of our journey. And this week uh, our podcast is going to be entirely devoted to visiting the grounds, as well as the visiting artist for the New York Botanic Gardens, Yayoi Kusama. That's right, and right now... We are standing in front of One Million Daffodils. That's right. That is the name of the project that is in front of us right now. The Million Daffodil Project that was planted, was, when was it again? Was it, is it the 80s remember. or was it 2000? Let's look. Let's we can look, look at the here. thing right here. It was not in too long ago, I believe. 2015, there was a dramatic expansion. Yes. 150,000 daffodil bulbs. It actually looks like it started in 1920s, wow. this Daffodil Hill. But then, yeah, one million new narcissus bulbs. Yeah. And like up. pretty much everything in this place, it is stunning, especially yeah. at this time of year. So there are lots of folks coming around taking pictures. And there are a lot of people here to see the artist that we just mentioned, Yoyoi Kusama. She has a number of different gallery exhibitions that are around. Some of them you can take photography of, some of them you can't. Right, and, and some of them are indoors and some are outdoors. So we didn't manage to get to all of them in this video, but we did get to about half of it. And I hope you enjoy watching. And if you do and you're tempted to come back up here, I think the show is up till October and the gardens itself will be here in perpetuity. That's right. So we're going to go jump right to the video and you'll find us coming outside of the first Kusama Gallery show. Enjoy. Now we're outside the gallery. And so that was in, what building was that? Uh, you know, I'm, it's a very impressive one. Mm. <laughs> I forget the name of. Is it the, the library? It I don't says library there. Maybe. Do you have your map with you or no? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what it is. We can put the name up on a card. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it up later. But it's a really impressive building. Yeah. And so the Kusama show is all over the Botanic Garden. It's in the outdoors. You can see hints of it. I mean, there's the cosmic nature section is in the building we just came out of. Oh, wait, hold on. I think we can find the uh, name of the building right here. This is the Lillian Goldman Fountain of Life. That's this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and think the, the building is. the library building. The library building. There you go. Life is the fountain that gives you eternal life. Yeah. So that's why they're all freaking out. <laughs> well, look at the, I mean, they're seahorses. Yeah, yeah, they have flippers. Kind of freaky. Yeah, I don't love it. I mean, it's cool to look at. Yeah. It's pretty until you start to figure out what it, the context. You can see in the distance the wrapped polka dot trees 
Yeah. A Kusama trademark, the polka dots. And then throughout the garden, there's all sorts of different indoor galleries. It seems like there's three or four different locations. And then there's also a number of outdoor locations that she's put stuff. Yeah. Busy day. It's kind of an interesting thing to have an art show at a garden. Yeah. Because I, I personally, especially coming here right now at the beginning of spring when things are starting to bloom, I'm just as excited to see the flowers as I am to see the art. And I guess her work in particular does relate pretty well. But I also, I don't know, I just, I think it's kind of interesting. Like, I wonder how many people are going to come to see the Kusama show that never would have come to the Botanic Garden otherwise. Yeah. And then also, I feel like that number is higher than people that come to the Botanic Garden and are surprised that there's a Kusama show and are like, oh, I guess I'll check it out. You know? <laughs> right. So we were trying to figure out yesterday what these are wrapped with. Figure it must be some sort of material that can get wet. Yeah. But it almost looks like spandex or something. Yeah. So they look a little bit stretchy. I just wondered if it was the same material that they put on the uh, fencing around construction sites. Oh. Yeah, I guess it does kind of look like that too. I mean, we can get a little closer. Do it. I think it's spandex. You think it's spandex? Do you think I can touch it? It's not spandex. It's not stretchy. But it's not, it's definitely not construction stuff either. It's like a, like a, it's the type of fabric that if I pulled on it with my hands, it would make a noise. It would go like, bop, 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 bop. Weird. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a thin, it's a thin, maybe cotton or something. Is it lycra? No, no, because it's not stretchy. Oh. Lycra and spandex are basically the oh, same okay. thing. But. I don't understand how that's no, not it's stretchy. No, like, it feels like it's like a canvas, like a really lightweight canvas or something. Weird. Yeah, really surprising. We're about oh, to go into this building it. here. Let's find out if we can film or not. This looks very reminiscent of rooms that Kusama's had in her galleries in the past where you participate at putting something in the environment. Yeah, where it's like she's the creative director and we're all her gallery assistants. Yes. Flower obsession. Obliteration rooms. 
So we're here in the first week. This is Wednesday, yeah. April 14th. And this show opened Monday, April 12th. Yeah. So when we get in there, assuming we can take a video, we'll see just how much empty space there is and how many have already been put up. And then we can imagine, I think this shows up till October. Yeah. So can only imagine what it's going to look like by then. Yeah. <laughs> so this is called Flower Obsession by Kusama. So you're helping her finish the piece. So you're going to take your flower and you're going to put it anywhere that you want. Okay. Except for the window and the air vent. Okay. And at the end, the person will collect the back piece. Okay, perfect. Okay. Thanks so much. We will. more exciting than I expected to try and decide where to put my flower. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should get it out. Yeah. Anywhere but the windows and the air vents, right? Yeah. So that would include the wood? I think it includes the wood. Yeah, I see some on there. I'm going to... Where are you going to put yours? If I can reach up top. Here, let me pick up. Let me get you doing mm -hmm. it. Right. You when you're ready. Yeah. If I can read. Oh yeah, somebody jumped up there and did it. Or they were just extra tall. Nice. Used to sticking things. You got it. I got it. Let me follow you around. Okay, follow me around. Do you think it's okay if I move something to put it? Ooh, good call. Those Didn't say anything about the snow peas. They're also stuck together, so I couldn't, I wanted to lift it up and like oh, yeah. slide it on a little more, but. Yeah. Oops. Cool. Yeah, this is a fun room. That was fun. <laughs> Chair. I think this might be my favorite part. This curio, is yeah. that what it's called? Break front, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this will look like in October. We should come back. Oh, yeah. Now that we're members. Yeah. And do a follow up. I really like the table, too. That's yeah. very cool. Because right now, I feel like. Has any oh, okay, a couple of people have put it on the floor. Oh yeah, that'll start out. But happening. like only there's one in the center over there, there's one over there. I remember visiting a kitchen obliteration room. Oh yeah? Maybe that was a face. Was I don't it know. the dots? It was probably David's was it the, room, but the maybe colorful it was. dots? Yes. And I came at the end, it was That was Werner, because you went on the oh, second okay. to last day. Yeah. That's why I <laughs> <laughs> it's so you funny know better how than I, I do where well, it was. Well, I remember because I was like, I wanted to go. I think I was just really busy with work or something. Mm. And I wanted to go. And I think you went with Chris oh, Sapino Thank you. and Alexa. Thank you. Thank you. I think you went with Chris and Alexa, yeah. who were um, past podcast guests. Past podcast, yeah. <laughs> and friends. Yeah. 
anyway, yeah, that's fun. I mean, I like interactive art in general. Yeah. I also feel like, okay, here's a weird thing that I feel. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go. Um, there's something, I feel like it's similar to like liking popular music or something, but being that I'm not a musician, I feel a little more comfortable liking popular music. But something about like having gone to art school and like being a kind of sort of in that world, like I really like a lot of this work that Kusama does. Like it's so easy, easily accessible and like bright and colorful and poppy, like we were saying before. Like I really I'm drawn to it. I really mm -hmm. like it. But I also feel almost a little bit embarrassed by how much I like it <laughs> or like I don't want to be like I don't feel comfortable being like wow this is really like elevated because uh -huh. I don't necessarily I don't know I have a hard time with it because it is such a like trendy thing too uh -huh. yeah and like I mean you were saying before we started recording you know it lends itself so much to like posting on Instagram yeah and there's a point to doing that to having that you know and clearly like the point of the artist making these things doesn't she didn't start making them thinking about oh this is going to be all over Instagram right she started working you know she's 92 and she's been working on this for so long but I don't know. I don't know what more to say about it. It's just an interesting battle in my head. Every time I say I like this, I'm also like scolding myself for not being more elevated or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's accessible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun. I think that's it is fun. And I guess it's it is also impressive in a way that to see someone who has just been doing something that's super fun and accessible for basically her entire career. Yeah. We were having a discussion yesterday when we were here for the first time about the idea of capturing and what it means that we live in a world where there is automated rendering available to everyone and how that interfaces with the idea of appreciation. And I think it's uh, not as easy as one would think to, I don't know, I guess the, I feel like the prevailing wisdom is to dismiss all the selfies and the capturing and the seemingly compulsive need to just make sure you're capturing everything that's happening right and because it detracts from this idea of the present moment and being there for it and capturing it with what you already have available to you, your memory and yeah we were just spending some time thinking about whether or not that's a fair assessment or if that's just kind of the back in my day you know right well they even, way. 
it's funny because even back in my day, like anyone that's saying that at this point, actually back in their day, did have access to some sort of capture device. Right. Like, even from the very beginning, there were people that were drawing what they were seeing in nature and um, drawing other people, getting oil paintings made of themselves, you know. Yeah. But they weren't. That was take extra attention and like right. you're developing a skill, which right. again, photography is a skill and you're paying attention to the framing of what you're, what information you're removing, what information you're adding. Right. There. Well, and I think, yeah, there was always like, you know, it's probably in the 80s, 90s, there was always some parent that had a video camera at every school event. And right sporting event and it wasn't quite as accessible as just having video on your communication device yeah like we all do now yeah but it wasn't something that was out of reach the home movie camera yeah and the 35 millimeter film cameras but you know i mean we're literally walking around a sea of people ca- capturing things i'm sure. capturing something as we're going you are you know this is i don't know what is this a thing that is now going to be a part of our lives you know yeah for indefinite or part of our lives certainly probably a part of our lives our lifetimes this will still persist but will capturing in this manner last forever or is it just like humans are waking up to this type of consciousness and it only will last for a period of time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess... This building is gorgeous, by the way, with the trees right now. I think this is the concert. Yeah, this is the Haupt Conservatory. Yeah. We should go in there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think... Let's go look at the pumpkin first. Yeah. I think something I said yesterday, or at least thought yesterday, was that I feel like a lot of times the overcapture, it's become, or at least I get the feeling when I look at people sometimes that it's just become a habit and that there's not really a connection to like, why am I taking this picture or this video? And I feel like just asking that question maybe is something that could help moving forward figure out like what what uh, percentage that needs to take up of our lives yeah because I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing but I just think it would help if you know why you're doing it yeah like is the point to make a nice image that you want to look at later is the point to give yourself a framework to consider what it is that you're looking at just in the moment? Is it to share with your friends and family so that you can feel like you've all been there together? I feel like those three to me are all like totally acceptable for my own sense of what my life should be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, what we also said yesterday was the idea it's like I mean, this collection feels like an animal impulse of like, 
like the squirrels collecting nuts thing. Right. Like, and is, you know, we like to think ourselves better than animals, so maybe that's a problem. But like, if you're, if there's some sort of uh, satisfaction you're getting out of this without really being able to articulate it, is that a problem? Is it not a problem? It certainly seems like a little less uh, advanced thought-wise, you know? Right. But, I don't know. Life is so short. <laughs> if for some reason you're you're getting pleasure out of this, and then I guess you, I mean, you put it on social media, or you show it to your friends uh, yeah. at the bar, normally well, non-pandemic times. I think even that, the showing it to your friends thing, I think is, is different than putting it on social media. Mm -hmm. I think, well, I guess it depends. I mean, if you are putting it on social media because you're like, hey, look, this is a cool thing. I want to show it. I just want people to see it. I want yeah. more people to see it because I think it's cool. You know, I, I personally find that to be healthy enough. Yeah. But I think the thing that, and I think the reason why people get upset is because a lot of the like non-thinking habit photo taking that ultimately ends up on social media isn't super healthy. Like it's based on, I want people to click on this. I want there to be likes. I want this to propel me to happiness. Which is. Yeah. And I think that that's Excuse a me? kind of. Oh, of sure, course, sure, sure, yeah. Right, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, uh, y'all look great. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. You gotta get full coverage. Trying get to a get couple. a bunch of angles. <laughs> Cute. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Of course. No problem. Have a good day. Have a great day. I mean, see, there was a capture. That was so fun for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the right. Anyway, to finish that thought process, I think yeah. I think the last thing I was just saying was I personally feel for myself that I don't want to get into the cycle of mindless photos to post on Instagram to get people to click it, to put a number next to it, to compare to other people's numbers next to their photos, right. to mean nothing like it just <laughs> when I actually because like it's so easy to get wrapped up into that cycle of like okay well this is what people do and this is how you get notoriety no, no, notoriety <laughs> <laughs> keep that in there this is how you get notoriety for whatever it is that you do or your interests or you you know I like this polka dotted thing. If other people like this polka dotted thing, it means I like good things, right. which means I succeed in life. But it's like, does it mean that? Or does it just mean that, yeah, people like polka dots. Like, <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, I'm glad that lady gave me the tip of 
screenshotting the ticket because there really are a number of places yeah. that we have to awesome. show it. Wow. Oh, nice so and cool steamy. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> not temperature wise, but. Um, yeah. Enid Hopped Conservatory. We're in the Palms of the World section. Ooh. Without plants, life on Earth would be impossible. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. These are called my soul blooms forever. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Did you happen to notice what year they were made? No, but I'll look. Oh, they're pretty fresh. 2019. Well, I was wondering if they were maybe made for such a purpose. Oh. Because they just seem so... They seem so perfect here. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if it took like... A couple of years to, to make them, maybe. have this all come together. That's possible. Yeah. Can we go into the other rooms? We can. Yeah, it looks like it. To do oh, not enter that side. Enter. Let's go to the other side. This says do not enter. Huh. Oh, oh, oh maybe we should. They both say do not enter. Oh, wait. I'm not sure how to get in. Uh, well, we're, we're we'll find in. out. We're in. <laughs> These people are going that way. I don't know. I don't know how we would get in otherwise. Oh, I think it goes around. Oh. We'll find out. Anyway, well, here we are. It's very cool in here. It's really nice in here. Oh, delicious plants. <laughs> plants are the ultimate source of all food on Earth, the foundation of every food chain. Photosynthetic plants convert energy from the sun into sugar, providing nutrients for humans and animals. Mm. Look for tropical fruits such as banana, tamarind, and papaya, which can be eaten raw. Okay. All right, maybe we should go back. The oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> have we started something? Here? We may have started something. Look how lush it I is. I think as long as we follow these plants, we'll yeah. be okay. I'm still not sure who's Oops. going right. It just got warmer. Yeah, this is really cool. I feel like I'm in the jungle. Yeah. But we're in the Bronx. <laughs> the urban jungle. The asphalt jungle. Is that what they call it? That's a phrase, a movie. Oh. George of the Jungle. <laughs> That's another thing. Ooh, look at these flowers over here. Wow. Mm. 
Are those orchids? I'm not sure. Yeah, that, that's a good guess. Thanks. I don't know I if it's right or not. I wonder if we go up those stairs or if they're off limits. This does feel like a sauna. Yeah. My pants are sticking to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, they are orchids. They're called the Lion Her Happy Dancers. But they're uh, moth orchids as well. It's really pretty. Up into the canopy. This is cool. Whoa. I feel like if we were in the wild, I would think that was an animal. <laughs> There's a lot of signs that say carving harms trees. Mm. Oh, because I guess people have carved the trees in here. Ew. Yeah. Bad form. Bad form. Well, there was a sign on like a, in front of a tree that was carved. Oh. Unless they brought it in. Right. But. Huh. It's nice how they've laid everything out. Yeah. I like all the layers of palm trees at the top. Yeah. I like those green ones that are hanging down. I wonder what plant that is. Right here? Oh, yeah. Wow.
That's such a pretty color. How green everything. Look how green you are with next to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot it was all green. <laughs> I'm not Well, those people just went out that way. We can continue can our wrong way here? journey. I think that it's confusing because I think that we're not even going the wrong way. There's no other way to get into these rooms. Is it? Oh. I think if we just, we just sort of, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it seems like a little confusing. Oh, it's nice and um, yeah, breezy in here. Yeah. Oh, because this is from the cool and humid regions. Sorry, we both tried to read no, that's fine. <laughs> different parts. Sorry, everyone. Central and South America, high mountain. This would be a nice place I want to, to visit live, this. I guess. Yeah, I want to visit this rainforest. <laughs> based on the weather in this room. Yeah. As much as I like the plants in the other room, I was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Physically. This is where the most diverse orchids live, is in this environment. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it. going back to Kusama a little bit, yeah. when you see some of these plants, it, I read earlier that her family had a greenhouse. Uh -huh. When you see some of these plants up close, they are like, they are really crazy. Yeah. And beautiful and like trippy and it makes sense why she would get so into it, you know? Yeah. Enough that it's something that she makes art about for the rest of her life. Right. Really like the mossy sides here. Yeah, that's nice. Do you always think of fairies when you see moss? Um, I don't know what you're saying. Like a like a boat, a fairy, or oh, no, a fairy. F A E R. F A E R. I E S. Or F A I R Y. No, I do not. But like, I guess you do. Like that live in forest yeah, environment sure. with yeah. like. Yeah, kind look of. At this. I mean, look at that. I know, that's crazy. Does it say what that is? No. I think it's this, no? Oh, I thought that was that. It could be. We're not going to remember anyway. Well, this will. <laughs> it is a very comfortable temperature in here. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh, I like all these little... Yeah. That doesn't even look real. No, it doesn't. Looks like plastic. It also looks like you looks like if you put your finger underneath it would like start sucking on it. Doesn't it? Yeah. It also looks like it would taste good. <laughs> this looks like a 
it's probably not clover, but it looks like kind of a type of clover. Yeah. Or um, cilantro. <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, wow, this waterfall. Oh my gosh, the water is so blue. Yeah, that's hmm. not natural. <laughs> Maybe it's filled with like... No, I doubt that. <laughs> Maybe it's filled with food. Oh, yeah, I feel like a lot of times that... Um, that like plant nutrient yeah. is that color actually. Yeah. Oh, we're going to the desert, Mike. Uh-oh. Brace yourself. I mean, I, wow. Oh my gosh. We're going to Area 51. Oh, it's what crazy is? because I guess to maybe to make the climates, do you think? Yeah, I probably. Mean, this... You can't have <laughs> them next so to each bizarre, other. though. Follow me. <laughs> Gentlemen, last night, an aircraft, not beyond human understanding, crashed in the desert. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. Indiana Jones? No. He's more, I don't know. It's more like Independence Day. All right, well, I still like the other climate. This yeah, isn't bad I mean, yet. This is though. fine, but are we in the desert yet? I think upstairs. Okay. Look, our journey oh, your continues. Journey continues. some more cassava before we wow. Ooh, I like all these cactuses that are like rolling on top of each other. Yeah. yeah they look that. like friends. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. Oh, there's someone in there. Well, you know, those are plants too. I mean, I think he's just caring for the... It's interesting because there's all of these yeah, they're signs all... that aren't anything yet. I wonder what time of year they'd pop up. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, there's where he is, there's something, and where over here there's some stuff growing, but... Oh, look at all the tulips. Yeah, they're pretty colors. Yeah. I feel like I don't see them in that orange color all that much. Yeah. Here, we can go the right way for once. Good. <laughs> I was hoping we'd be able to figure that out. <laughs> I don't think that's the right way. No, I think we can go that way and then around. Oh, is that right? I thought, I think it might be okay. That's where we came that way already. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. It's oh, very wow. fragrant in here. Oh, really? What does yeah. it smell like? Like beautiful flowers. Perfect. Oh, I like this one. 
I'll be right there. Which one do you like? This one, the Corsage Orchid. Mm. Beautiful, yeah. Does it smell? Can you smell it? I'm not gonna take off my mask. Oh yeah, I, don't. I can't. Can you I can't tell. Your mask? Nope. Orchids is that they're supposed to be really hard to care for. <laughs> <laughs> and they're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> just like you. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> it's just an opening. <laughs> no, it's a good one. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, back in the desert. Oh, good. Oh, it is hot in here. Yeah. Is it a cactus? But is it a cactus? You are standing among plants that grow in the deserts of southwestern Africa. They look like cacti, but they're not. They're called euphorbias. Hmm. They are related scientifically, but they have fundamental differences. They're both succulents that quickly absorb and store water in their expandable stems, but their flowers are not the same, and their spines are grouped differently. Huh. All right. Good to know. Euphorbias. Euphorbia. <laughs> this one looks like a big pineapple. Mm. Do you think if a pineapple was that big, it would taste sweet or like Probably not. gross? It would taste gross. Yeah. Look at these ones. Wow. Which one's your favorite little non-cactus? Oh wait, these are cactuses. I think we just crossed into the cactus These are room. cacti. The, I don't know, the they're all room. really cool. Okay. Uh, maybe the one with the big, big spikes over there. Small, stumpy one, big spikes. Emery's fish hook? Sure, what about you? Do you like these fur ones? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they're kind of like sheep. <laughs> oh, but I like that one in the back that has the spikes that are silver. Mm. Uh, Candelabro cactus? Yeah. Candle? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Thanks. This is nice too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one has a little purple flower. Yeah. Whoa, look at this big one. Oh my gosh. This one too. So many big ones in here. Yeah, these look like they would taste good. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, hmm. <laughs> I think we've seen all the rooms in this conservatory now. Well, we came in that room there, I think, and then we went that way. So I think maybe there's this one wing here. Oh, should we go through there? Yeah, let's see if okay. we can find a way there. It's such a beautiful building. some hedge designs here. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, I guess we just went this way. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is about the building. Victorian era masterpiece. Nineteen ten when it opened. Wow. Kusama-inspired flower garden. Interesting. Inspired by Kusama's painting, Alone, Buried in a Flower Garden. Oh my gosh. From 2014. Oh cool, so they've kind of had a relationship for a while. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the, I think they're daisies, right? Orangey ones? Yeah. Yeah. They're so simple, but they're so nice. Yeah. This may look like a single flower, but it is actually a flower head made up of many tiny flowers. I don't understand. I guess oh, the. Those are all little separate flowers? Apparently. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Composed flowers, each head comprises dozens of tiny individual flowers. Oh my gosh. But I don't know, maybe that. I think you're right. It's like in the little. I just thought those were seeds or something. Yeah. Cool. Wild. It's a very colorful area. Yeah, this is very nice. I love those little ones. What are those? I'm not sure. Black Mondo Some grass. more black flowers. Wow. Gotta figure out who it was. Maybe someone listening. Was I talking to you about building a garden full of black flowers? 
If you or anyone you know I have just, information. I know I had that conversation with someone within the last year, and I just don't remember who it was. Salvia Hot Lips. Whoa. <laughs> That's All a right. name. That's a name. <laughs> Do I like these? Yeah, well, these look like Kusama references. Oh, wow, totally. Some of the ones up top are really vibrant. Hydrangeas. Oh, hey. It's one of your favorites. It's my favorite. Hydrangea. Ooh, these are really pretty, too. Yeah. Imagine seeing these just growing wild. That'd be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they do. I mean, they, they say ornamental. Yeah. Oh, I think these are the foxgloves. The same. Whoa, they have very, I don't know if the camera can see it, very fine. Can you see inside? Like. Oh, yeah, the, like little hairs. Yeah. Cool. It says here that in 1992, Kusama published the novella Foxgloves in Central Park, the semi-autobiographical book <laughs> follows a Japanese immigrant in New York who suffers from hallucinations triggered by plants. Oh. So you were right when you said it was a Kusama reference back there. Yeah. Starry pumpkins. This one I like. I like how shiny the red tiles are. Yeah. Are these poppies right here? That's a great question. I always thought poppies are red, but it wouldn't surprise me if they could make them any color. I think they come in different colors. Queen Anne's Lace. This ornamental gradually turns from white red to purple as the flowers mature, Ooh. creating a polka dot effect. Oh. I mean, there is a little polka dotting right now between white and green, but yeah. looks like there's one some red. red. I can see some red. 
Yeah. Maybe we're a couple of weeks away. Oh, there's one back here. That, oh, wow, that one's very red. I don't know if that's the same, but it's very cool. Yeah. All right, let's find our way to the exit. I think we've covered everything now. Yeah. I think maybe we go here and then out and sure. then out. You're welcome. We've already been here yesterday, and we walked the entire grounds. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get an opportunity to do that today, on camera at least. It's a lot. It's, it, um, it's a very what, big 250 space. acres, right? Yeah. But there's, I think, one more area I'd like to show everyone. What's that? Oops. I think we should go to... Check out that magnolia and cherry blossom area we saw yesterday. It's a great idea. Since we didn't get a chance to see as many of those yeah, as we'd like two weeks really ago. Spot. We've already the ones outside this building are stunning. Uh, there are also some interior Kusama spaces. Okay that are not photography accessible. So for those that are interested in seeing those, I'd recommend you come up here and check <laughs> them out. Yeah. They are, at least to our experience so far, more the traditional fine art that she creates. Right. Where the ones, well, I, guess, I mean, I guess they're all within the vein, but the ones we just saw now, those statues were uh, videoable. Yeah, I think, um, well, the, the one that there was no photography allowed was also the room where the girl said that it was temperature controlled. Yeah. So I wonder how much that has to do with it. Yeah, I wonder if that's a, you know, something that would be, you know, thought of without much consideration in a gallery, but in a botanic garden, they're spending extra care and concern to not do that since temperature is a big deal for them. Right. And they're not normally handling art. Yeah, that's possible. Or at least it's not their primary thing. It's okay. It's okay. 
But yeah, let's fast forward to Magnolia and Cherry Blossom area. So yeah, we're now approaching the valley of the magnolias and cherry blossoms. Yeah. So many pretty colors. Yeah. It's crazy how fleeting the flowering is. You know, like already you can see there's a bunch on the ground. Right. And just two weeks ago we were looking for any sign of anything. Yeah, I mean when we were down in the Brooklyn and Queens Botanic Gardens. Yeah. But I think that's why people get so excited about cherry blossom season, because it just happens and then it's gone. Yeah. And it comes back every year, but it's like such a quick little moment, you don't want to miss it. Yeah, I mean, look at this in there. It's so cool. It's incredible. Going in. I love these trees over here too that are like they almost look like they fall into the ground because the flowers are so many and <laughs> so heavy. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have a little house here and then come out in the morning and just see all these flowers? <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Let me see you with your outfit though, up against these colors. Very nice. <laughs> Pass through here. Oh, these are, so they're big. huge. I think these are also magnolias. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know what variation. Yeah, they're really big. I don't know, can you like, here, these are my uh -huh. hands. Flip this one up. Here's my hands for comparison. Just, I don't know, it just wants to be like that. Yes, show, show us your hands. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's big. Compared to these over here, let's look at these with my hands. Well, these are pretty big, too. <laughs> Very good. If I had a quarter, I'd use that. Yeah. I guess these are, maybe these are all magnolias. Maybe I, I misspoke. So. Nah, I think this little area is all magnolias. Yeah. And I think there's another valley that's cherry trees. All right, well, let's see if we can find that one. Okay. Now we're just a little ways down the road, and this is <laughs> what we believe to be the cherry collection. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's a sign there that says cherry collection that yeah. away. Yeah, and there it is, over yonder. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this is what people freak out about. <laughs> Anybody watching this in the future, yes, we all captured every moment with our devices and we freaked out over flowers. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm people too. I'm, con I'm including myself in that yes. group of people that freak out. These look like they maybe have a little more room to grow over here. Yeah, I feel like it might still be kind of early. I think the magnolias seem to come in earlier. It seems that way, yeah. We saw a lot of them at the other at the At the Brooklyn too. Botanic Garden, yeah. I feel like the cherries might be still on the earlier side right now. So at least for this part of the country. Right, right. I think Washington's already full on. Oh, but really? Look at this You've one been here. following them? There was a cherry festival program on this weekend. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Look at this one. You can yeah, this one's pretty how it droops. More mm -hmm. snow puddle. It's so nice rain. when the wind blows. Yeah. I uh, I guess they're called cherry blossoms because they look like the color of cherry. I don't oh, think that they have cherries that grow out of them. No, I don't believe so. I think those would just be called cherry trees. Nice image. Of enjoying the day. <laughs> All right, well, I think that does it for this week. Yeah, I hope this was a pleasant podcast for everyone. A yeah. little slower and quieter than we normally do as we took in all the art and the plants and that, the flowers. That's right. Thank you so much for watching. As always, if you like this, please hit the like button so it gets shared around. Hit the subscribe button so you can see more of it. And we have two more weeks in the Bronx right and we have nine more weeks of the project oh my gosh we're down to single digits single digits Isn't yeah that crazy? it is crazy we're approaching the end yeah but nine weeks is two months and one week so that's right when you put it that way it still is a bit of time yeah and there's new beginnings we're everywhere enjoy it. all the time yeah so until next week Take care for now. Bye. Bye.